to Sports, 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 a show around sports, sports culture and culture. Coming to you from Park Place Arts in Anderson, Indiana, with me as always, my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Hello. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Hello. And in the middle, the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode six, how we doing? Pretty good. I mean, I don't. There's not really been a lot of sports news lately, so I don't know what we're gonna <laughs> yeah. talk about so tonight. Yeah. yeah, I would just like to welcome you back. Yeah, welcome to the back, studio, Rowdy. Hey, that thanks. was a great reintroduction. Yeah, that little. You know, you've been out so, in the field lately. Oh so. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I missed missed last week. Um, I was out in Los Angeles for work, and um, Los Angeles. It was pretty glamorous the hollywood lifestyle I, mm-hmm. my hotel was right next to an olive garden <laughs> and a sizzler uh which i got to i got to enjoy the olive garden um, you did not go to y- the sizzler you got to enjoy the olive garden and you went to the sizzler exactly <laughs> yeah uh Chicken actually cordon bleu yeah um sports sports note sports anecdote about the uh the trip to the olive garden actually uh it was it was pretty crowded it's an olive garden everyone wants to be there when you're there your family yeah and so i was there by myself so i went and sat at the bar i was watching tv and uh it's a baseball game it was the cleveland team versus um i think the seattle team cleveland indians versus the seattle mariners okay well it was the team from cleveland and i was surprised to see (laughs) um there is actually a baseball player named Carlos Santana. Mm, he's pretty smooth. Is he? Uh, is this guy good? Do you guys know anything about Carlos Santana, the baseball player? Yeah, I mean he's fine. Yeah, he's yeah. a he's a decent player. He's a decent yeah. player. Yeah. yeah. So like we had our. I don't our... know about his shredding abilities, but yeah. <laughs> well, it got me thinking because a few weeks ago we talked about Isaiah Thomas and, right. I, and Isaiah Thomas, right. who we said needed to be renamed because there couldn't be two. Right. I don't. I mean, does that rule extend past sports? Is it like anything? Like baseball is a sport, I'm, but does it expen- <laughs> extend past sports? Like Carlos Santana is not the musician, is who you're talking about, right? And the they're both play. famous. Yeah, it does. Okay, so it's just yeah. famous people. Matt, got it, it does. Got it. Got it. Okay, <laughs> I don't. I I don't know. I I literally do not make these rules. Matt yeah. is AKA Snoop, by the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. Uh, so it got me thinking, though. I I think that this baseball player. I think he should actually be able to keep the name Carlos Santana because... <laughs> He'll be happy to hear that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because Carlos Santana, the musician, I think after after he it's did the, the song with Rob Thomas, I think from He's there... He's done. Yeah, that was it. He died. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, he if, moved if to, anything... He moved out of Michigan, RIP. <laughs> right. So, so right I, I, yeah, I would say according to the rules... Carlos Santana, the musician, needs to work on a, a new name. Good so. deal. Well, uh, well, welcome back, Rowdy. Hey, thanks. Yeah, welcome glad back. To, how glad about, to be here. How about some sports? Sure thing. Coming right up, hot off the presses. <laughs> First headline, with no more preamble. Going to get right into it. Headline you one. You can't read my writing, can you? I'm trying to decipher it. <laughs> I let Snoop write it this week. Four... Men's basketball assistant coaches were indicted by federal authorities for alleged involvement in fraud and corruption plots that included paying players and funneling them to managers and agents. So they were funneling players to managers and agents? Funneling money. Funneling money. Okay. They were funneling players to managers and agents. Well, that, yeah. 
So part of the way this worked is basically these managers and advisors and agents were giving money to the assistant coaches to give to the players and then keep some of the money themselves because they were getting bribed. And then they were putting pressure on the players and families to then sign back up with, gotcha. with the managers and agents. So that's part of it. And then the second part is Adidas got dragged. Well, a couple different sports agency or sports brands got dragged into it. But Adidas was basically giving these uh, coaches money as well to then give to the players in exchange for them to come to their school. Right. And then they would again like put pressure on them to sign with those agents. So the agents were kind of the the catalyst for all this, of this. is a i it's mean huge. in light of everything that's happened this week this is a huge story oh it's huge i mean who who do we have implicated here uh louisville auburn, auburn oklahoma state usc arizona possibly miami possibly i mean these are especially louisville oklahoma state and arizona these are big Perennial contenders that are going to be affected by Larinaga is just a few years away. Jim Larinaga is a few years away from taking Miami to an ACC right. regular season championship. Right. I mean, these are yeah, these are serious allegations. These are federal charges. I think FBI is in this. Yeah, yeah. They, they, this is a big deal. Wire fraud, a couple counts of that. Money laundering, conspiracy to commit bribery. I mean, these are huge, huge um, accusations. And then on top of that, like Rick Pitino, who's Two years removed from gone. Yeah, he's took twenty five hours. I think. Yeah, I, I I turned on ESPN this morning. I usually don't listen in the morning, but I turned on this morning, and the uh, comment was, "There's a black SUV outside the athletic complex, and it's idling." It's <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> okay, dude, man's gone. Yeah, yeah. and mm. took Tom Jurich, the AD, yeah. who's been there Which forever. Is a big deal. Yeah, well, when very, an AD goes, very well respected. When an AD goes, that that. That's serious. So this is like the first of the dominoes to fall. Right. So why don't you guys think that student athletes should be compensated for their services? I, I completely I, think they I should think be they compensated. Should. Mm-hmm. I think they should be compensated. And Absolutely. This is just not corruptly. Yes, just not by being well. I mean, and any kind of compensation is going to be corrupt under the current system, but they should they should totally be compensated. I mean, they are or, making so much money. Jersey sales, or, ticket sales, yeah. TV contracts. I mean, on and on and on. These guys are making these universities millions and millions of dollars, and they should get something something for them. They, they should at least be able to be like cashing on their likeness. If somebody wants for to sure. pay them... If somebody wants to pay to do autographs, jerseys, to yeah. sell jerseys, they or, or if a local car dealership wants to pay them to right. uh, hawk some cars, they should be able to. It's do a that. college job. I yeah. mean, I don't see the yeah. the problem with it. They or it, and the, they still got to hustle down to their econ final and yeah, right. In the new economy, they should at least be allowed to like go on YouTube. Wait, There's been a couple. We have a new economy. Yeah, uh, the new like media <laughs> economy where you can like trade in on your likeness to get subscribers, and then people give you free stuff or right. advertise on YouTube. They should be able to say what like, "We're I'm trying a, to do." I'm exactly. <laughs> I'm a. I'm also thanks, a Casper athlete. mattresses. Yeah. yeah, looking at you. Yeah. Looking at you, Blue Apron. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Eventually. I need a box of food. Yeah. So yeah, it's a huge, huge story. It's huge shakeup. Well, it's and, not and done. Big well, names oh, are gonna fall. Yeah, this is breaking like. Uh, they're gonna. It's gonna play out, and I am. I am fully convinced that it's gonna be nasty. And the NCAA is not involved at this point. They had no clue that this was going. Like 
they had no clue the FBI was in investigating this. So the NCAA here, too, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yeah. In Indianapolis. In so, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll have more on that story as it develops. As we will. And, and yeah. you'll get up to the minute updates once a week. Absolutely. Up to the minute <laughs> updates once a week. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. All right. Uh, number two, there have been some shakeups in the NBA with some big names changing teams. Dwayne Wade signs a deal to join the Cleveland Cavaliers, and Carmelo Anthony was traded to the Oklahoma City Thunder. We got su- uh, two super teams now under construction or in the works. Mm-hmm. D Wade to me going to Cleveland. I know he likes playing with LeBron. They played for what three, four seasons in Miami. Six, I think. Oh, was it that long? Yeah, okay. I'm not convinced D Wade's got much left in his knees. I'm sure he can still fall on the floor because he is the uh, ambassador of the flop. Yeah, he. Um, but I mean, he'll sell tickets. I'm not convinced. He'll be that good he'll, for 22, 24 minutes. I was going to say easy. he's not going to play more than half the yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. He's, uh, Carmelo going to the Thunder, but they got him just. They got him for a song. I think they got him one year, two point three million dollars. D Wade. D Wade. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, he's just trying to have fun now. He's going to go up. I mean, I wouldn't want to move from Miami to Cleveland, but um, Carmelo, on the other hand, dude man shoots like 35 times a game, Mm -hmm. and now they got tons of people on that team. Paul George. Yeah, PG. They got PG-13. They got Russell. Who's PG-13? Paul George from the Pacers. Formerly. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even know he was on the team And they got Westbrook. Mm -hmm. Like, who's going to shoot? You guys need like 120 shots a game to fill your quotas here. Well, Carmelo's moving from the three to the four, so he's going to be out on the wing, and that's oh, going to okay. yeah, that's going to yeah. change the way he plays. I don't know. It should. Yeah, he sh- <laughs> yeah. He's not as fast as he used to be. No. He doesn't spread and it like he used to. But dude does not play defense. No, no. So he's a shooter. Yep. How long has there actually been an Oklahoma City Thunder? How um, far behind the times am I? That's six probably years? been six, six to eight years. They moved. They were the Seattle Jesus, I SuperSonics. Say it was 2011. Yeah. So hey, you remember Sean Kemp and Gary Payton? Uh, I don't know. Do you okay. remember that? I remember Sean a, Kemp's name. Do you yeah. remember there's a green Indiana. and yellow team? The Celtics. They're just no. Green they're and green and white. And white. Yeah. Oh. Seattle SuperSonics. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sean Kemp, Gary Payton. I forget. Uh, uh, there was a couple other guys on that team, but I can't remember who they were now. Hmm. Most of what I know good. about about <laughs> NBA teams, I learned from a. Um, I used to have a clothes hamper that was like a, a basketball goal with a big long net. And that had, surprises and had, me that you I, had. One well, of those. it was a gift. Yeah, um, <laughs> he was eleven. Yeah, he was a boy. So, but I had you get a sports thing. Yeah, so I had, but I had all, role, all of the different roles, teams. Right. Uh, stickers all over, so those like Utah Jazz and all all of those. But yeah, I just yeah. didn't remember an Oklahoma City Thunder, so um, I'll be paying more attention to those guys, I guess. Absolutely, I won't. Absolutely. Yeah, you won't. All right, number three. Um, probably not much to talk about here, but uh, over 100 NFL players, coaches, and owners protested during the national anthem during the weekend games, uh, prompted by the words of the president. <laughs> Uh, so let's let's we, turn it over now to uh, <laughs> yeah the uh, well, I'd say the 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 law and order host of sports sports sports. Reed, what do you, you, have, you have any thoughts on this? Oh man, I got lots of thoughts on he, this. He has literally stacks of, of <laughs> I've got papers highlighted. I got highlights. Is that what they mean when they say dossier? 
<laughs> yeah. You've got quite yeah, a bit there. Let's I don't even know where to begin. You're with grabbing this. the mic like a soul singer. This this is this is incredible to me. Um I mean it's obvious after when did this happen? This happened Saturday, Sunday ish, you know. Sunday. So it's played out a few days in the media already. I've heard one, maybe two um commentators talking heads talk about it where I really thought that they touched on um the point that they should be touching on but I mean ultimately this is about race relations in the United States this has nothing to do with the flag this has nothing to do with the national anthem it, the irony to me is that if you want to if you want to break it up in party lines the irony is that all of the right-wingers that tend to be socially conservative and religiously, religiously conservative, nobody has brought up the point that the flag is being treated, and the national anthem, for that matter, is being treated as an engraven idol. An idol, yeah. And that's on the list of ten, if I'm not mistaken, Cannot, right? And, and you know? the idol that it's being chosen to represent exactly. is, is one of war. Because well, it's about the troops. Aggression. And it's about... Tanks and bombs and and power. It's not mm-hmm. about uh, ideology and equality and uh, even Olympic dominance. No, it's, Na- it's, it's some kind of nationalism, right? right. It's yeah. about yeah. like what, how we can push our power just to other right. countries. So, right. Well, and to your point, it's not a it. It's not about the flag. It's not. No, about the it's flag. not about the no. national anthem. The no. best description. It's not about the I, troops. Yeah, the best no. description I saw of it was uh, people comparing it to uh, the scene in the movie The Jerk, where Steve Martin is, <laughs> you know, being shot at, and the, and the bullets keep hitting the cans, and he says, "Someone, you know, someone hates these cans. Like they're not." Right. Yeah, well, I thought you had two real different perspectives, and again, ironically, one from an African American coach, one from a white coach. That uh, in terms of Mike Tomlin's uh, press conference where he where he talked about the Steelers and how mm. they chose to stay in the tunnel and all that, and then you had one from the NBA from Greg Popovich that was, uh, you know, veteran. Uh, he is a veteran. Five right. year service. So you have this never this, forget. You have this kind of polarity where NFL teams decide to stay in the locker room not out of protest but out of just kind of a neutral standpoint. Which I'm of the um, I'm of the opinion that anytime you're neutral, automatically I I kind of get thinking about cowardice, like yeah, you don't want sure. your offense yeah, writer, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Versus Greg you're Popovich trying, for the Spurs, who's coming out and saying, "This is what's going on. This is what this is about. This is what these players are trying to say." And I just thought it was real interesting. I mean, you've got. Obviously, there's a lot of money involved. Obviously, there's internal politicking and all that. But ultimately, the problem, I think, for the people that are opposed to taking a knee or sitting down or not coming out of the locker room during the National Anthem, this is about race relations. This is ultimately... Colin Kaepernick started all this in 2016 about all the police shootings. Right. And that is what this is about. It's got nothing to do with the flag. Mm. It's or got nothing troops. to do with the troops. But it's read. got nothing to do with the national anthem, who, by the way, was written during a war of American aggression by a slave <laughs> owner. 
Side note. Side note. Yeah, Francis Im- Scott Key. Important side note. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, if people understood their history, these things wouldn't get so bastardized and so taken out of context. But, I mean, this... I- I've enjoyed listening to all the reactions about this. Uh, obviously, I, I'm on one side and the majority of of uh, Republicans and right-wing Americans are on the other, but... I mean, this is this tips its hat to the 1960s. I mean, this we're replaying history. Here. Yeah. Well, there's I mean, it's two things I want to bring up. One, the Chicago Cubs just clinched the uh, NL Central. Isn't it interesting that baseball always just interjects itself? <laughs> like, into just these like, kinds just of like just now. Now. Yeah, I think they just did it. They just won, so I think they clinched. Well, good for Rizzo. Yeah, and, and Eddie then the second thing is not only did. I think it's important to note that it's not just an NFL thing. I think a lot of people are trying to boycott That's the, right. the NFL. WNBA, WNBA, MLB, the, the Sparks NBA. walked out of the anthem. And I love that the WNBA that gets no is coverage. Leading, no coverage. And I, who are the Sparks? The L- Los Angeles Sparks. WNBA team. Okay. WNBA Women's team. team. And they are probably one of the more progressive leagues. I love what their their players. I don't know if it's because they don't get the coverage, so they feel emboldened yeah. in a lot of ways. They feel like they can take right more uh, dramatic stands, maybe. But I think it's also part of the demographic that they appeal to. It's also fascinating that it's the women doing the it, women right? who are able to say we're we're going to do this. So uh, they did that. Uh, Bruce Maxwell, the catcher for. The Oakland Athletics again. That's a baseball team, Rowdy. Okay. Uh, Oakland he, A's. He was the first uh, player to kneel, uh, MLB mm-hmm. player to kneel during the anthem. Saw that picture. Right after that, Chris Archer, uh, a um, an African American pitcher for the uh, Tampa Bay Rays, basically said, "I have been wanting to do that, but I can't because I've kind of been talked out of it by right. my white uh, my white teammates, which right. are the majority of his teammates." Mm-hmm. There's only 66 African American athletes in the MLB, which is just insane to me. There's that's about two per team. Is that is that yeah. true? Yeah, that's what that's the percentage. Now I'm not talking about people of color. I'm not talking about right. overseas players. I'm just talking about Dominicans, Puerto yeah. Ricans, so, Mexicans. Yeah. So yeah. it's amazing that wow. it's, it's starting. I had to spread. no idea. Yeah, it's amazing that it's starting to spread. Yeah. Um, but I'm with you with Mike Tomlin. I was a little I. I get his point. He's a stick to football kind of guy. I love Mike Timlin. I love his delivery. I love his mentality. But yeah, he he rode that fence this week. It yeah. was disappointing. And people were asking him throughout on those Wednesday presser. I watched it, and he said um, that people were asking him, "Well, what are you going to do next week? How's this going to play out through the week, or through the weeks, through the season?" He said, "I'm not here to play hypotheticals. We did it this week. We assess it every week. The players decide what they want to do." Um, I'm not going to answer those questions, but he is. He's kind of pussyfooting around it, like he's not Wait, coming. Hey, whoa, 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 we don't want an explicit rating. He's here. kind Just of catfooting around cat-footing. it. <laughs> it is. He is. Where and you at? Then you have the Seahawks, right? They nailed it. Who absolutely come and, out and say I mean, we're not? As much as I hate USC and their big ass pads and <laughs> all of their history, and Pete Carroll. Pete and his Carroll is a is what's a the deal with these pads? USC wears giant Enormous pads. pads. Are, they they keep, are they scared or? Yeah, of course yeah, they are. They're very scared. Hmm. Yeah, but they're not. Spartans, Pete Carroll is a Pete Carroll is a players coach, and he and he's always been described as a players coach. But he proved that this week, mm-hmm. like he his locker room nailed it. Do you I mean, have their? Uh, do you I, have their? You know, I don't. 
I don't. In that pile of papers, you don't have? My pile of okay. papers, I don't have the Seahawks. What I do have is... I got it right here. It, oh, okay, go ahead. I just want to read this because I think it's it not only, to me, talks about what what they did, but what you're saying is this This is not about military might. This right. is not about right. Amer- big A America, we sell beer America. It's These guys are talking about what Colin Kaepernick's issues were when he started this thing. Right. As a team, we have decided we will not participate in the national anthem. We will not stand for the injustice that has plagued people of color in this country. Out of love for our country and in honor of the sacrifices made on our behalf, we unite to oppose those that would deny our most basic freedoms. We remain committed in continuing to work towards equality and justice for all. Respectfully, the players of the Seattle Seahawks. See? Yeah, that's a win. That's yeah. a win for Seattle. The The interesting fact about all of that is that there was a, uh, back on the 19th, there was a um, article that came out from the Atlanta Black Star by a guy, David Love, that that is titled, Defense Department pays sports teams $53 million of taxpayer dollars to pay, play anthem, stage, over-the-top military tributes. So what we've got going on since 2009, if you read this article, the uh, Department of Defense has paid sports teams and sports leagues $53 million. 2009 was the beginning of when the teams came out the before the national anthem. And then we got well, these C-17s and these I, F-16s flying over on a on a regular. Yeah. I mean, they always did that for the Super Bowl and this whole nationalistic mm-hmm. thing for big tournaments or big games. But they're paying teams to play the national anthem to roll out these flag-sized... Well, it's not, know, in, yeah, it's not just NFL either. Or field-sized flags. It's NFL, it's Major League Baseball, it's Absolutely. NBA, it's right. NHL, right. it's MLS. Right. And, and yeah, that's everything from uh, on-field color guard, enlistment and re-enlistment ceremonies, performances of the National Anthem. The DOD full, just has Full like field a... flag details, ceremonial first pitches and puck drops. Um, and, you know, who has the menu? Who has the menu? You think DOD comes and says this is what... We want to do these things, and this is what we'll, yeah. we're willing to pay. Or does the NFL go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we. Can well, do I that. think the DOD That's... probably rolls up with what they want to do and ask how much it's going to cost. How much mm-hmm. it's going to cost. Yeah. Well, dude, just to be, I, I do want to clarify one thing. In 2009, that's when the DOD started paying for sponsorship, right? And especially in the NFL. And that's when but, we got this whole camo November, right? But action. they were, re- they they've never been required, but it was recommended after 2009. People did come out for the anthem prior to that. But it was never ever written anywhere. Once the money started coming in, then it's like, oh, we'd really like to see on the field. Yeah, but it's not a hello, white people in America. <laughs> it's not about the anthem. It's about white people killing unarmed black people. White cops killing unarmed black people. That's why this whole thing started right. back in uh, 1996. Even here in Indianapolis, oh, uh, African American. Uh, man got killed by the police in the back of a police car. He was handcuffed with his hands behind his back and was shot in the head, mm-hmm. and it was deemed a suicide. That was 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. That happened here in Indianapolis. The guy's name was Michael Thomas, I believe. And, you know, I mean, this has been going on forever. And that's what Kaepernick and Michael Bennett from the uh, Seahawks and some of these guys have brought to Cam the attention. Chancellor. Cam Chancellor. A lot of these guys have brought to the attention. And then... I mean, 
I guess they're all sons of bitches, well, right? What's, what's interesting to me about the the pain? I don't know. I don't know. Donald's in town. We could we could go <laughs> yeah. ask him. Unfortunately, we yeah. had, we had Mike Pence last week, and the sky turned black Literally. and just poured down hail. <laughs> when Mike Pence, that is no joke. At the moment, Mike Pence took the podium. Yeah. The sky turned black and hail fell. You fell could from go the sky. That, You could go to Noah and check the uh, check out those weather stats, but uh, yeah. you know their their budget's been cut, so I don't know if they have those <laughs> yeah, up to date. Exactly. Yeah. That's that. That's our hyper-local news moment. Right. Mike, yeah. Pence and, Mike, Mike Pence, Pence and made Anderson. the sky rain with hail. What's interesting to me about them paying, I guess when I kind of think about it, I, I don't know if this is abstractly or not, but I would say it is imperative in any movement that you vote with your dollars. You know, you see all these people sure. who came out last or after this happened, burning their oh, I was a season ticket holder for burning all this their time, tickets, and burning their tickets, burning their jerseys, and saying I'm never spending another dime because I don't believe in what they're doing. Well, the Department of Defense has dollars. No, hey, let me rephrase that. They have my dollars. They have your your dollars, dollars right? All of our dollars, but right. they have a budget, and the budget has to be approved, and they've approved this budget to say we're going to spend money on the NFL. Fifty-three they million are, dollars in the last. They eight are years. saying with their dollars, what is happening there? We're okay with, right? And it's American, right? The Department of Defense, the government is saying, right? We condone this with our dollars. Now, to be clear, that practice of the uh, the paid protests, uh, or sorry, paid paid patriotism. Yep, which is what actually called. what it is called, which is crazy. That's absolutely I think, what it is. Uh, that, that was McCain actually, actually, yeah, uh, John McCain. And, They're the ones and, that blew the lid off Yeah, this, John Arizona. McCain and Jeff Flake right. released a joint report in 2015. And at that point, the Department of Defense actually said they were going to put a stop to it. But because there aren't internal controls within the Department of Defense to manage all of these contracts and everything else... There's a very good chance that a lot of this is actually still going still on. happening. So. Oh, I'm sure it is. This th- and that's where I enjoy my be- because a lot of times I feel like sports is the great distraction, mm-hmm. right? From the day to day political, the day to day political rhetoric, you know, whatever. But this is to me an exciting time because this is kind of the lineage of the last 40, 50, 60 years of of politics. I mean, think about the 68 Olympics when John Carlos and Tommy Smith Tommy held Smith, that yeah. that gloved hand, that gloved fist up at the Olympics, you know, that black power movement. And and it's I mean, the DOD has admitted that this was ex- an expenditure for recruitment. Mm-hmm. Right. They it's, are it's looking for it's, more soldiers. Yeah. Paid and soldiers for what? Yeah. When was the last time we fought a war to actually liberate people and not colonize them? 1941, you know, when we were trying to help <laughs> help the Jews out and 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 what was happening with the Nazi regime after we turned their back we Since turned then, our backs on them yeah. until we were attacked so right false flag yeah. but anyway you know you've got you got <laughs> Vietnam Korea Afghanistan two Iraqs you know, uh Panama all these things I mean that, that's what I and you know I'm a history nerd and I get into that and I listen to oh alternative, I can see your diploma from here I listen to alternative <laughs> narratives and all this but. You know, really, what when people talk about the troops and the flag and the national anthem, 
they never are pushed to explain what they really mean when you're talking about the flag. Because you guys, we talked about it last week with, with our guest host, Mike, about the Indy 500. You go to the was, Indy 500. He was okay. He was, he was a- average. Right. Yeah. Average. He, right. No, There's no replacement, Rowdy. Right. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you're worry. Not in, you're, we're not going to fire you, Rowdy. He was fairly yeah, charming. But... Stay but on, you go to the Indy 500, you go to the NASCAR races, which Trump tipped his hat to this week, all that. And you got guys wearing shorts that are made of the American flag. You got women wearing bikinis that are made of the American mm-hmm. flag. You got American flag bandanas, people wearing American flags as capes, all this. Wiping oh, their mouths with American flag napkins. Yeah, throwing them they're the all trash. about yeah. the American mm-hmm. flag. Huh? Give me a break. This is about race and race only well, and it's about black people that got too much money and that have all, all of a sudden been you know allowed to do something by the white nation i mean this this stuff burns me up man it's ridiculous and then you got trump tipping his hat to what's he tweet about after uh all the nfl stuff he tweets about NASCAR. Not Puerto Rico. Not Puerto Rico. What, it was <laughs> yeah. eight or 12 tweets and not one mention of Puerto Rico? Uh, I well, think it Puerto was like Ri- up to like dude, 16. Dude, it's, it's, that's easy. Puerto Ricans are brown. Not interested. Next. Yeah, there's... there's uh, how, I don't know the number of... I should look this up. I don't know how many people are in Puerto Rico. Three million? 3.5 million. 3.5 million people. And they're 100% without power. Yes. For... Potentially six months, and there's seventeen under seventeen hundred, just under sixteen hundred ninety six active players on on NFL rosters. That's right, and he's more concerned. That's not with, even a neighborhood, and he's more concerned with what those seventeen hundred people do than saving three point five million people. Yeah, you That's know right. why? Because we're we're all talking about this right now. Because yeah, it, it's yeah. a great it, distraction. It's, 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 it's his it's his it's his way of controlling. You know. Controlling what we're talking about, yeah, yeah. Well, which is, I think it's great though that Colin Kaepernick, what Colin Kaepernick started, and I don't think he gets enough credit, mm-hmm. and it's he obviously, he I mean, it, it, you can't make the argument that he's not better than the ninety-six other, he's not better than any of the ninety-six mm-hmm. other quarterbacks that are on rosters, you know, and he teamed up with this Harry Edwards guy who used to roll with. John Carlos, Tommy Smith, mm-hmm. Arthur, mm-hmm. Arthur Ash, um, uh, Bill Russell, all uh, well, these guys. Bill Russell that, took a knee. Yeah, Did you see that. Yeah, yeah so. and Bill Russell's old as hell. Yeah, that was he, probably difficult. He for him took to, a knee in two two fists because it was a little hard, I think, for him to get down. Well, to the it was floor. probably still more graceful than Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. <laughs> yeah. Jerry Jones was lucky he had two linemen on him to pick his ass up so he could stand up. He's after like, he pick took me a up. Knee. I'm full of jerky. <laughs> well, that's right. Which one's Jerry? Jones? Jerry Jones, the owner of the Cowboys, America's team. Guy. America's yeah. team. Who? Okay, didn't he? Which he was say. Go ahead. That basically no one on his team was going to... No, that to... was a fake story. That's what I thought. Yeah, okay. it was fake. Because I saw that being shared on the Facebook, and when I read it, I was like, this doesn't sound like a real well, thing. Well, he said, and he came out, and they said they were making a, a, a statement of unity. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, this shit ain't about unity, son. That's right. This is not about unity. Hey, right? hey, we're hey. not trying... I'm pu- you, you were at our quota. Any more <laughs> swears, and we are going to have to put an E well, next to... And, click and, that and, box, and because it's coming. Listen, it's not do, about... It's, do you want our Little League team to be able to true. listen to this episode or not? The Little League team that we sponsor. We make a, diff- we make a different yeah. episode for them. This is not about <sighs> unity. This is about equality. This is about... 
police violence. This is about oppression. It's, we don't need to talk about unity. We need to talk about the rights of people of color in this country. Uh, I couldn't agree more. And, and, you know, more than anything, the events over the weekend and as they played out over the week have made me, they made me sad because they made me realize that these 1960s, 1950s, 1960s movements and into the 70s as well with the anti-Vietnam protests and all that, those are fascinating time periods. And again, as a history nerd, I'd like to delve into those and, and learn about them. But what's really become quite clear lately is that while those things were historically significant and watershed events to a certain extent, really, overall, culture, American culture hasn't changed no. that much in the last 50 years. You know I'm a stats guy, right? Right. So I'm going to hit you with some stats. Hit me. There's been one poll uh, about this race, really. really this one, Quinnipiac? The Quinnipiac poll in Love o- it. October of 2016. They did a poll about race in America. And they asked a bunch of questions. I think there was about 16 questions. But the one I pulled out was question 13. And they asked, as you may know, some athletes and sports teams have begun not standing during the national anthem in order to protest police violence against the black community in the United States. Do you approve or disapprove of this form of protest? So we're not talking about, just real quickly, the question is not about whether or not you agree or disagree with what they're protesting. We're talking about the action of, the the action pro- yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. The form of the protest, yeah. yeah. I, it was, I think it was 50, I didn't write this down, but I, so I'll double check while I look at some other things, but 58% of all respondents said they disapprove. If you break it down... 63% of whites say they disapprove. 74% of blacks said they approve. There mm-hmm. it is. Okay. So that's now. That's mm-hmm. that's one year today. From, that's one year from today. Yeah. May 1961 Gallup did a poll. We're, they're going to talk about the Freedom Riders. We all know what the Freedom Riders okay, are. Okay, yeah, 1961, so we're, we got we're a lot of boycotts Selma. and a lot of marches we're, in the South. The, we're into Vietnam we're, by then. We're starting, yeah. we're starting the Civil Rights Movement. Right. The Freedom Riders were going around the South on interstate buses right. uh, to protest segregation. This is the question they asked. Do you approve or disapprove of what the Freedom Riders are doing? This is a uh, sample size of 1,500 they don't split it out by race. Okay. 61% of people disapprove and only 22% approve. So majority white because in right. the 60s 10 to 15% or yeah, 10 to 15% of the population was color. Right. Someone of color. Right. Be it native, be it right. black. Next question on that. Do you think sit-ins at lunch counters, freedom buses and other demonstrations uh by Negroes will hurt or help the Negro chance of being integrated in the South. 57% said hurt. Incredible. So they disapprove and it hurts. Incredible. That's the beginning. June 63. Do you think demonstrations by Negroes are more likely to help or more likely to hurt the Negroes' cause for racial equality? 60% said hurt. Again, that's a brand of, that's a sampling of the population. So more white people. You can just kind of think of these as like, this is how white people are responding right. to these questions. August 63. Do you know that there's a rally being held in D.C. on August 28, 1963? I have a dream. I have a dream. That's this right. Is March the, on Washington. This is the March on Washington. 
percent of people said, yeah, they know about it. So twenty nine percent of people don't even know this is happening. Right. Right. So of those seventy one, and this is pre internet, and still seventy one percent of people yeah. know. So about most it. people are getting yeah. their news from the same yeah. places. So seventy of those seventy one percent, they asked this: What are your feelings about this uh, proposed civil rights rally? Twenty three percent favorable. The other side, well, basically sixty percent of people said they were un, they were not in favor of it, and of those sixty percent, seven percent said they predict violence. And 18% said it won't accomplish anything. So wow. 60% of people said they don't want they don't they don't look at that time positively again uh, at the I have a dream moment that we all know right. that kids learn in elementary school. Right. You can go on. Gallup in May 64. Is this more likely to help or hurt? 74% hurt. Going on, October 64. Do you agree or disagree? Or, or sh- some people say the Negro should stop their demonstrations now that they've made their point, even though some of their demands have not been met. Others say they should continue demonstrating in order to achieve better jobs, better housing, and better schooling. 73% of rep- respondents said they should stop demonstrating. Yeah. So, of course, synthesize all sit these. Down. S- to synthesize Shut up and all sit of down. These, these statistics is what you're saying is. Really, nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Well, okay. The numbers All are right. not; Let they're me... fluctuating in between the same numbers. It's if you go to the October '66 Harris survey, which is only white people, do you feel the demonstrations on civil rights have helped or hurt more in the advancement of Negro rights? Eighty-five percent said hurt. Yeah, people well, are talking about the same thing. Exactly, but and here's 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 the thing: you say nothing's changed. You say, you know. The protests, everything else, over time, because we're getting the same kind of negative responses, have not been effective. Well, they have. They have. Oh, no, I agree. So, yeah. so they have. Yeah. They have been effective. Sure. But what the but what those stats what the stats say to me is the, the, the percentage the percentage of people in the moment that are reacting to protests. It's usually the same percentage of people. The majority of people um, who are anti-protest anti and whatever form that takes there is no good way to protest in the moment so yeah you know people protesting uh the the march on washington and um you know martin luther king we can look back and say you know the same people today who say that uh people kneeling during the national anthem is disrespectful and shouldn't be done. It's the wrong form of protest. Wrong form, All, wrong, ta- wrong right, time. Right, exactly. Those, wrong people. Those same people, I guarantee, if you... And, and I have actually seen people comment on on Facebook and Twitter, um, you know, Martin, someone like Martin Luther King would be ashamed of uh, this form of protest. Well, <laughs> so now they're, they're looking back at Martin Luther King... In a positive light. So what that proves to me is they're, you know, these are the same people who in Martin Luther King's day would have been against everything that he well, was saying in his form of protest. So the protests all throughout history have been effective and they have been steering things in a positive direction. But what hasn't changed is the attitude of the majority power that uh, to 
Precisely. Well, protest. There's it? no good form of protest. Well, There's no form of protest that doesn't make someone angry, and that's the point. That and that's why that's it's the point of protest. But, but, King, yes. but King spoke to this in the letters from Birmingham, Birmingham he, jail, from the Birmingham jail. You deplore the demonstration taking place in Birmingham, but your statement, I am sorry to say, fails to express a similar concern for the conditions that brought about the demonstrations. I'm sure that none of you would want to rest content with the superficial kind of social analysis that deals merely with effects and does not grapple with underlying causes. It's unfortunate that demonstrations are taking place in Birmingham, but it's even more unfortunate that the city's white power structure left the Negro community with no alternative. Just take out Birmingham and put in the anthem. Right. It's the same thing. Right. Well, yeah, because if if Kaepernick had had a press conference, if he had had a locker room conversation about, you know, uh, blacks being killed by, by white policemen, um, Nothing would have happened. No. It would have. It, people would have been angry. We would not be here if yeah, he didn't do exactly. that. Exactly. People. Would, yeah. The only reason we're talking about it today is because he decided to do it during the end. And let me also point out, he also this initially. Is a sports, this is a sports thing. He's about yeah. to point out some sports. Facts. Oh boy! Let's, and it yeah. makes How me so. It makes me so mad <laughs> that you know that this? I know any of this. <laughs> but this is why sports is important. It. it oh God. You're going to make me say it is. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, it going. is. Good. Sports is important. Okay. I'm never going to say that again. <sighs> that was but like 4126. <laughs> when 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 Jeez, we've gone that long. When Kaepernick started the his protest, he started by sitting down during the anthem. But the reason he began to kneel was because he met with a a Nate Boyer. military veteran and a uh, and a an Green N- Beret and an NFL and Harry Edwards from UC Berkeley right and and met with, met and said and they basically said hey t- let's talk about this and the the reason he began to kneel was because they said if you if you want to show respect to to the troops and 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 do this in a respectful way. It's going to be taken better if you kneel, and he said, "Okay." And so, You're, we're all the exclamation point tonight, aren't we? we this are, is an exclamation point. It, it's yeah. an exclamation point only episode. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I dig it. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's it's sad for me to think about that. All the struggle, the people that that died, the people that were maimed during the '60s and '70s protests, whether it be civil rights, Vietnam, a combination of both, that really this is blowing the lid off of it. That we really haven't come that far from Vietnam, and and that's the problem that I think that people don't really realize or are are cognizant of 20th century history well you know like in your school and in, in school and in college you rarely get to that point mm-hmm. you're studying the medieval times or you're studying the early modern europe or you're studying all this action you know all this this kind of thing but i'm going to do a plug for ken burns vietnam series i've watched five episodes of the 10 now and i've watched these episodes and it is mind blowing what, how they explain it and how they lay everything out. And 
it's every war since Vietnam is the same structure. It's the same. Well, it, that's, it plays out the same way. So that's what I was. I, I do agree with Rowdy that saying that we haven't come any, haven't we're we're in the same place isn't entirely true. No, but it is true that we are in the same place that the people in power want to retain power. They go on the defense and they do whatever they have to do to retain that power. That's right. Well, and, and so this and power that they structure don't want to conf- that confronting. That confronting the real issue is that you could possibly be the problem, yeah. or that the structure you've created could possibly be the yeah. problem. And that because is I'm a good guy, you're a good <laughs> right. guy, so we must have created hey, a good I have system. Black friends, <laughs> that's right. Well, you remember to uh, what was it four or five years ago when Adrian Peterson made that comment about how the NFL has a slave culture, yeah. that the players are workers, they're farmhands, yeah. you know, and this is a slave culture, and everybody poo-pooed him because, well, you're slaves, but you're making $12 million a year, you know, so are you really a slave? I mean, mm-hmm. all this. But, the, I mean, the, and that might have been an extreme and kind of a it, hyperbolic explanation this of the is, situation, but there is a clear, I mean, except for what, Khan in Jacksonville, who is, Chad Khan, yeah. is of Indian descent, I think. Pakistani. Pakistani descent. Everybody else is a white owner. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You know, and I mean, there there are these things to think about, and and I can fe- almost feel our listeners, some of our listeners, rolling their eyes. Oh, they're just this. tuning out. Yeah. But, but this is real, and this is what I'm excited to be part of this podcast, is this is where culture and society and sports we meld said this to do something together. We, this is why we started We this. said this last week that like and that was with Mike. Do you remember Rowdy? Yeah, Mike I was here. I yeah. Didn't really he, was, he had a, <laughs> some really good points. Yeah, I didn't catch that episode. Uh, but uh, I, I this is about sports is about more than the ball on the field. And that's what we want to push is this is more than just this is how more than just the ball on the field. This is how people interact with each other. Right. This is about politics. This is about, in some respects, this is how you see the world. Sure. Can you see For it sure. as integral or integrated with other parts of society, or do you see everything separate? And right. Yeah, I I agree. We. Yeah, it's it's still. Yeah, I mean, it, it just blows my mind that the narrative been has been usurped and. And and I just want to say that Colin Kaepernick, if he was this like Colin Kaepernick, should be on the Colts. Yeah, well, which makes me think is you know Jim Irsay a racist? Because why isn't Colin Kaepernick Colin Kaepernick man. on the Colts? He's a businessman. Well, man. money talks, right? Yeah, yeah. But why why does money talk? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this is about. But every what everybody said last year was Colin Kaepernick is doing this because he's a third rate quarterback on a third rate team and he just wants attention. He's an attention monger. He wants the spotlight. This is why he's doing it. Where has Colin Kaepernick been? He's been boots on the ground, giving away money, suits. time. He's given a million dollars of his money that he is no longer earning. He is he cannot get a job, and he's still giving he gave away 50 money. Fifty grand to Meals on Wheels. Yeah. You know, I mean, just, I mean... A guy who has no job. Right, right. A guy who has no job. Right. And can't get a job is giving away money and spending his time trying to do what he believes. And we all know this. Money talks. Money is the end-all, be-all, unfortunately, in all kinds of... uh, In all business transactions, you know, regardless of social status or... Or cultural, religious understanding, money, money ends it all. But for people to conflate 
that this issue is about either the literal the flag, it's about the, the thirteen stripes and the fifty stars, or that it's about the troops who, in my opinion, have spent the last forty years tr- attempting to colonize the third world. You know, I mean, this is this. I mean, they're missing the point. No, they, they don't no, no, get it. no. They're when not. Have, no, they're not missing the point. They're choosing the easier. Well, they're, the choo- they're choosing the, the yeah, yeah. And that's, that's a and better that's, that's interpretation. Yeah. That's what it is because the real the real topic is too hard to talk about. But right, um, okay, yeah. yeah. Anything else, guys? You guys I mean, want to? We could go on all night with this, yeah. but I'll say overall, still at the end of the day, mostly sports is dumb. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey. This week, I tend to agree with Reed, you. Reed, what do you got? What do you got for us sports-wise? Sports-wise, let's get back to the Crimson Tide. It's all sports. <sighs> yeah. Sports. Here we go. Crimson Tide. Real squeaker this week, fellas. Real squeaker. <laughs> we, we went up to uh, Nashville and played the... Uh, Commodores. We? The Vanderbilt Commodores. I, Commod- I thought you went to college here in uh, beautiful Anderson, Indiana. I got Bama in my blood, son. <laughs> so, got that uh, it was more real, blood. It was a real squeaker. Vanderbilt did not cross the 50 yard line in that mm-hmm. game, and it was an ending score of 59 to 0. In all seriousness, this is the game I need to see. This was the game that convinced me that Alabama can win the national title. Alabama, they were kind of. They were kind of dicking around early in the season. (laughs) Here's that E. Sorry, sorry, little sluggers. Dad can can hear you. No one under the age of like 30 is listening to this anyway. And no one is listening to this point in the podcast. (laughs) Right. They already turned it off because they're... (laughs) We'll but, we'll give the time code to skip ahead to the sports talk yeah. in the anyway, description. Bama finally looked like Bama. They had uh I got I got my stats here somewhere. Four hundred and ninety-six rushing yards to uh, hundred and eighty-one passing yards. That's a lot of yards. And you know, Vandy's Vandy. They've been Vandy forever. Oh, sure. I mean, they've lost to Alabama the last twenty-two matchups. But Finally, I feel confident in Alabama. Although I am a little, I am a little worried. Hertz can't throw it. Hertz can run it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Toa, uh, Tua, he can throw it, but he can't run it, and he can't so understand the the calls. He can't. He's That's a right. Hawaiian, He's, yeah, so he doesn't a special, speak English. Special playbook but for that. Are guy. we? You know, like so. Are we going two headed monster the whole year? I'm kind of like right. Coach Saban. Let's let's figure this out, but. Anyway, we got Ole Miss Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 27-point favorite. They beat us two out of three last year. I'm hoping for a bloodbath. Well, yeah, we're back in the uh, the world of Bama plus or Bama, Bama minus anything. That's right. where we're at. They're right. they're looking pretty good. The world. They're looking, they're looking so good that I'm not watching them anymore. That's that's you what never I, watch them I because they just they just irritated you. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. I watch ND. I they, text you during look, ND games, they look, but you know, hey, sometimes they. Look, I can't get. I can't get the reciprocal. You know, I, I mean, on the, the night game, hey, Bama you did. looks great. Reed, you know, looking you, good. You no, also turn no. off your phone or something during the Bama games. You get real serious. Oh yeah, dude, I'm radio yeah. silence during. Bama <laughs> yeah, games. so for that's the other reason sure. why I don't get texts. But for sure, yeah, these these Vandy type games, I'm like, meh, okay, yeah. Sports Week, Snoop, what do you got? Uh, so Notre Dame had a pretty good game against uh, Michigan State Spartans. Uh, they uh, 
exercise some demons. So, yeah, I'm I'm talking about two teams that played that had a combined uh, seven wins last year, but <laughs> but they looked good. They right now they have this like the seventh number seven rushing offense in the nation. Uh, they ran for about 185 yards. I can't remember exactly what it was. But they're looking good. Wimbush, the quarterback, Brandon Wimbush, looked better. I he I, it was like was it fourteen or sixteen of twenty. So he's it was fourteen of twenty, and a touchdown. So they're looking better. They're looking like they're on track to actually win some games. Uh, at this point, I think they they win one more, and they're at last year's total. And they got Miami this week. Miami University. The Canes. No University. Oh, not University. The Red Hawks. The Red. Red Red Hawks? Red Hawks. Yeah. yeah, I think it's Red Hawks. They ben used... Roethlisberger's alma mater. Yeah, cradle of coaches. A lot of coaches oh, came out of there. Out. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they, I think they're back on track. I've, I'm looking at like maybe nine or ten wins. I mean, I still... Oh. USC. Ooh. We're going to put a wager on that. Yeah. Nine or ten so, wins. I'll take that. So yeah, they looked good. Nah, Josh Adams only had 56 yards, but he only had nine carries as well because... They just came out and they started scoring. They were in the lead from the beginning, from go. Scored less than two minutes. I turned to my friend and I said, "At this, you know, at this rate, I think the final score was going to be." Was that friend Seal Child? Big City Adam on his Big City beat. Big City Adam. Yeah, Big City Adam. He wants to be a caller. We'll have him on here one time. You know, give us the sports beat from Queens. Yeah, see what that's like. So. He, we were sitting there watching it, and they scored within two minutes. I said, mm, at this rate, 210 to zero. I like this. <laughs> That's like I got a buddy who's, who's obsessed with the on pace. <laughs> yes. It's like, dude, they scored you know, uh, you know, know, 15 points in the first quarter, 14 points in the first quarter. They're on, they're on pace is outstanding. Yeah. Like, cool. Doesn't mean anything. That's how you win right, games. games you, get, you get more points you than get the more, other team. Yeah, thank you, Bob Knight. All right, so that's all I got. Yeah, that's what Second I was looking for. I'm excited. Four and one. I, I see four and one in the future. I think when we come back next Thursday, that's what we're going to talk about. Good luck at that oh. Biacom Bowl. Hey, Pinstripe Bowl. <laughs> New Era Pinstripe Poinsettia Bowl. Poinsettia Bowl. <laughs> no, no. Wrong conferences. Rowdy, what Rowdy. you got for us this eve? Uh, so sports news, sports Neat. things I'm looking for. Oh, so Saturday, uh, my... This Saturday? This Saturday. This past Saturday? Or this, this coming, upcoming, oh, this upcoming, upcoming Saturday. Saturday. Future okay. Saturday. Future Saturday from now. Um, as What's we say that, in the, the biz. the 30th? Okay. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, my, uh, my office, there's going to be some kickball game. Uh, I don't know what it's all about, but all right. I was, they were trying to recruit me. Sports? They were trying to recruit me for the team, but, um, I, I'm not going to be there. So He's hard. No, <laughs> it was a hard. No. Um, yeah, I'll be up in, in beautiful Fort Wayne, Indiana, home of the mm. Fort Wayne tin caps. Matt Anthony um, Wayne. The home Matt of Apples. the Mastodons. Um, yep. So uh, I will not be attending this kickball game, but um, I guess we'll see how that goes. That I, so that was both uh, sports related and uh, athletic athlete athlete related. You yeah. could have been participating. Yeah, but yeah. he he climbed all of the above. <laughs> yeah. So neat. Yeah. So somebody's kicking a ball. You heard about it. Mm-hmm. It's okay. a thing I heard yeah. about. That's and happening. You want to report it? That's okay. the only sports 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 show. Right. Okay. So what's the rest of your sports week look like? That is literally all I have. Okay. Wow. Reed, what's the rest of your sports week look well, like? Well, I don't have a whole lot of sports week other than I'm looking forward to that uh, Ole Miss-Alabama game uh, Saturday night. 
But I will say, and you know, I don't want to be the Yoko Uno of this group or anything. Did but, you say Yoko uh, Uno? Yeah. But oh, I, no. I, I, oh, no. Uh, Yoko Ono. <laughs> don't Yoko. be Yoko Uno either, but I don't know yeah. who that is. Uno's a cool card game. That's what Uno. she likes to call herself when she's got a big head. I'm the, well, I'm she the got Yoko in the way. When she's all alone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she got she's rid of, the, she got I rid don't want to be the Yoko Ono <laughs> okay. of this group or anything, but I have been invited to be on a uh, podcast. Ooh. Uh, 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 you know, hmm. I, I feel like, you know how cities have like sister cities or whatever, and I oh, feel yeah. like they, uh, we got a podcast that's kind of our sister. It's called uh, The Radio Cure. Oh, yeah. You should definitely tune in. They're Good on guys. iTunes, Stitcher, all that. Yeah, our friend Jerry in Brooklyn and our friend Nate in uh, Loveland, Colorado, they put together a uh uh, indie music podcast where they talk about new albums that have come out in the indie scene. But what do they say? Survey in the landscape of the indie, something like that. Of, yeah, of indie music. Yeah, yeah it's good. It, 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 really it is. Good. It's a great podcast. You should definitely tune in. Yeah. It's, again, it's called the Radio Cure. But I'm going to be on this next week's episode. It should be uh, posted next week sometime. And they've uh, looked at Neil Young's Hitchhiker album, which oh. came out. Mm-hmm. A couple weeks ago, and they have asked me to be their Neil Young expert. Which you are. You are. So you are I, a Neil am, Young I do know all things Neil Young, so I yeah. will be recording that episode tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. It should be posted uh, for everyone to listen to sometime next week, so definitely tune in to The Radio Cure. The Radio week. Cure. It's named after the Wilco song. Mm-hmm. They're they're good dudes and they and they know their indie music, so They put out if, good stuff. If you're into if I you're into it. that kind of thing, uh check it out. Yeah. Right on. What you meant? What about, about you, Snoop? Yeah. Uh so yeah, uh the Colts got their first win, so I don't have to say that anymore. Even though uh, they were three-point underdogs at home against the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> yeah. Notre Dame, Miami, I already mentioned it. It's on uh, NBCSN, so part of my sports week will be trying to figure out how to get NBCSN <laughs> as a cord cutter. It's a five o'clock game, so that's not exactly conducive yeah. with having a child, but right. you know, we'll figure it out. You right. know, we all work together. We're all in this together. Sure. Uh, so yeah, that's really really what I got. So send your passwords in if you're Yeah, so if then... anybody's listening, well, yeah, Facebook us, Instagram us with your I, uh, I do want to say MSNBC that. or what is it? MS NBCSN. NBCSN passwords. I'd like I'd like HBO Go. So if anyone has I got H- that, okay. I can give that to you. All right. What about Showtime? Uh, well, I don't Twin, know. Pe- uh, Twin Peaks is over, so I don't need I that. I don't have Showtime. Yeah. I want to watch the new Star Trek. Well, movie. that's it. We did it. <laughs> Send in all Epis- your passwords. Epis- give me all your passwords. Six. I want all your passwords. <laughs> we did it. We did sports. So don't forget, you can find us on Instagram at sports, sports, sports pod. Email us. And really, really, I'm serious. Email us. If there's something you want us to talk about, if you, you have a headline. answer a question? I'll answer a question. Yeah. Email us at yeah. sports, question for Rowdy. sports, sports, sports pod at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. And while you're there, you can also subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? Um, by the way, Elliot, you can you can stop kneeling now. He's been kneeling the entire episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on one knee. <laughs> been on one knee. <laughs> yeah.